Welcome to season four. The You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast is an authentic space to talk about life in truth and love. This podcast has evolved, which is no surprise to me, because when you choose to live authentically, you experience a lot of change. Thankfully, it's always a good change, because when you ditch the coulds and shoulds and let God lead, the outcome is always beautiful. This podcast started as a resource for recovering perfectionists, but has expanded into a place for all to come and be themselves, sharing their struggles and their victories, giving God the glory along the way. Along with inspiring interviews, you have free access to two of my books, You Don't Have to Be Perfect and The Relevant Old Testament. I'm a fan of audiobooks and wanted to create a free listen for other audio fans. The episodes can be found by searching the titles of my book. The You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast has been described as uplifting, food for the soul, reassuring, truth-telling, positive, vulnerable, life-changing, and a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope you'll share this space with a friend. I've been recording Why Do You Go to Church episodes since May. It is now September, and so it's been really great getting to take these interviews and compile my research. And so today's episode is the final episode on this series. I hope you'll enjoy. The culture that avoids commitment, it's impressive that people still attend church weekly. So what keeps them going? We'll answer this question and more in the final episode of the Why Do You Go to Church series on the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast. I've attended a church service my entire life, and the reason has varied over the years. So I use the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast as a platform for this research. If you haven't listened to these interviews yet, please do. It may give you an insight into your own reasons for attending church. In each interview, there were strong consistencies. For instance, most answered that they went to church for fellowship and to worship God. From infancy through college, I attended a weekly church service, and usually one midweek. I genuinely loved being there. I loved the people, the singing, and the message of Christ's love. Oddly enough, I hadn't really cultivated a personal relationship with God yet. I heard people talk about it, but wasn't really sure how to have it. As a young mother, my personal relationship with God began to grow, and I knew what it meant to know Him intimately. Oddly enough, that's where I began to dislike attending church. If you don't know by now, I have practiced a perfectionist way of thinking my entire life, contributing to my dislike for church. Perfectionists are known to find problems and quickly implement a plan to solve said problem so that the situation can be perfect. I soon realized I couldn't fix the church no matter how hard I tried leading to a weekly dread. As we'd creep closer to Sunday each week, I'd get increasingly uncomfortable, but I'd still go. I continued to attend church to be obedient toward God and in support of my husband and children. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, 
but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Hebrews 10.25 NIV This verse specifically encouraged me to keep going and not give up, even though I felt like I was in a congregation of pretenders. I know God is not fooled by those who pretend, but for some reason, they don't seem to realize that. Jesus said that they would know we are Christians by our love. More specifically, he said, by this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. John 13.35 NASB All I saw were people functioning by worldly methods and calling it Christianity, or worse, love. I wasn't fooled. God has opened my eyes to who He is through the power of His Holy Word, and I could no longer be fooled. I had gone to church with these people for almost 20 years, and I started wondering, why did they come? What do they believe about the church that has them showing up every week? As I began this series, my family and I began a beautiful transition that breathed fresh air into my soul. Amazingly, the series spanned from the beginning of that transition to where I am now, from California to Montana. I enjoyed every interview and wanted to share some of my favorite parts. My guest Candy shared that her favorite reason for attending church was to see what God was doing in people's lives because it encouraged her and spurred her on in her faith. I love that. And as we gather together in the Spirit, it should encourage and strengthen our faith. When you meet at the church to fellowship, do you feel encouraged? Obviously, in my rough spell with the church, at least a decade worth of rough, I did not feel encouraged and I was frustrated. It did spur on more one-on-one meetings with God, but I felt no sense of community. I lacked community for so many years. If you have had a similar experience with church like Candy, consider yourself blessed and praise God for leading you to a wonderful place of worship. Another favorite moment was when I asked Blair how long she had been attending church, and she said, it depends on your definition of church. She said, if you use Jesus' answer in Matthew 18.20, where two or more are gathered in my name, I am there also then I've been going to church my entire life. I love that she brought that up because no one had yet. This definition of church is what got me through the tough times. I had a couple of close friends I would do church with, and I know God put them in my life to help me through. What about you? Do you define church like Blair does? I thoroughly enjoyed my conversation with Melissa Robinson because of the new questions that arose. Like when I asked, if so many people consistently go to church, why don't we have a bigger impact in the world? It was only later when I was putting this episode together that I discovered not many Americans do go to church anymore, only about 34%, and that includes non-Christian churches. So there's that. The number one reason people attend church is for fellowship. 
Of everyone I interviewed, that was one of the first answers I received. And I loved that it was essential to people and that there's still a need for fellowship. When I interviewed Kylie, her most significant reason for attending church was community. And I wondered if fellowship and community were the same thing. They are often mentioned together, but there is a difference. Community implies a more long-term status, whereas fellowship doesn't. Kylie defines community as doing life together and that as followers of Jesus, we need community to live this life for Christ. I encourage you to listen to my episode with Kylie, but here's a paraphrase from her. The church is supposed to be the light of the world. The church is supposed to be the biggest source of comfort. The church should be out there with her eyes wide open. What are the main issues of the day? Who is hurting the most? That's where the church should be. And I just loved that. I thought that was a great uh, concept and topic that um, lines up more with the church that's described in Acts. Here are my final notes. As I mentioned, almost every guest said they go to church to worship God. And if that is one of your reasons too, I want to encourage you with this idea. We don't have to wait until Sunday to worship God or experience His presence. We have access to it every day of our lives whether we are alone or with two or more. It's important that we know this because God created us to do life with us. He doesn't expect us to wait until we arrive at church to worship Him, fellowship with others, or live with each other in a faith community of Jesus' followers. I encourage you to read the book of Acts, start at the beginning, and read about the first church and what it looks like. I think you'll find it's a far cry from our modern church. Let's all pray that God would work in us and those we do life with to model the church God designed for us. And while we wait for God to move, keep showing up at church, snuggle up close to Him, and let Him guide you. Hi, friends. I'm so glad you've been enjoying the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast and wanted you to know that you could support this podcast by sharing a positive review on Apple, Spotify, or the platform you're listening on today. You can also become a subscriber for $2.99 a month and receive exclusive episodes. Thanks for being with me today. Let's keep saying no to perfect and yes to truth. I hope you'll join me for our next conversation.